Anyone's Game podcast. Following women's football. Hello everyone and welcome to a very special Anyone's Game Team of the Season podcast. My name's Robbie Hanrathi and today I'm joined by Colin Faulkner, Gordon McComb and Tanny Bogue. How are we all doing lads? Hey, not too bad, thanks Robbie. Hi, not too bad. Very well Robbie, thanks for having us. Lovely. Well, today we want to try and agree on an SWPL1 team of the season. I don't know when I emphasise try, how it's going to go, but we're going to do that today on this podcast. How it will work will be similar to I Know Best, the other Anyone's Game podcast, in a sense, that we'll all vote on each position and guess give a case to why that player deserves that position. And then we'll discuss and hopefully come into agreement and crown a winner in each position. And with Andrew Selfick, Jenna Thompson and Peter Quinn not in attendance tonight, I'll also maybe chip in with a wee bit of their suggestions as well. But lads, if we're ready to get going, we can start with goalkeeper. We'll start with you, Gordon. Who of you went for, for your goalkeeper of the season? Uh, so I, I got a preface and I, I, I'm going to be doing this every every player, but uh, a little bit of context in terms of for my team of the season, it's, it's based a little bit on uh, games that I've seen um, and performances that, that folk have put in. It's not necessarily who was the best of the best of the best of the best uh, to channel my inner Will Smith there. Danica Dail gets my pick for goalkeeper of the season. Probably uh, my, my most out there pick, but it's not every day there's a goalkeeping crisis and you go from outfield player to not just pitching in for one game, not just pitching in for 45 minutes, but a couple of weeks she end up fielding in goals for Partick, and okay, there's been a little bit of experience prior to that, but there's been a a, a pretty significant gap between the last time she played in goal and, and that occasion properly. But she acquitted herself pretty pretty well, Brian Graham, when we spoke at, at the time of that first that first game that she came in. Also very complimentary of, of her. And obviously, she gets in for me because she's taken one for the team and, and taken the job that, that no one wants to do as an outfield player. Yeah, I think that's a very good case. And Kenny, who's your goalkeeper of the season? Well, I've went for Jenna Fife, uh, obviously at Rangers, uh, and I think like being part of you know the best defence of the season, and obviously winning the league unbeaten. Uh, I know they chop and change a lot the two goalkeepers, but I think as well that the games I've seen, a bit like Gordon, I'm going to base on what I choose on games I've been in, games I've seen, and games I have seen. When Jenna's got not a lot to do, she sort of keeps concentration, and she's sort of always there to make that save. She she has been sent off this season, so she did lose concentration in one game, but uh, I'm sure that's something that Jenna can bounce back from and learn from. But I'm going for Jenna Fife as being, well, part of the champions and the best defence all season and going the season unbeaten. So she is my goalkeeper of the season. Lovely. And Colin Faulkner, who are you saying? I've thankfully over the season been able to watch a lot of teams twice because of doing comms for Hamilton Ackies. But the player that I got to see most regularly play and was just consistently on form for the team was Jenny Curry at Hamilton. It might be a wild out there choice considering they did finish last in the league. But Jenny actually came in to that team, mid, not midway through the season, but a, a decent portion into the season. And she actually she made a massive difference. And the big one being at Peter's Hill Park against Glasgow City, when she turned really what should have been a 6 or 7 0 game against Glasgow City. In all honesty, they battered the Hamilton goal took a, a really good goal to, to beat her and she was unbelievable that day and she was up until she left for 
for pastures new over Northern Ireland. So um, I'm going to go with Jenny Curry and, and my goalkeeper, as my goalkeeper for team of the season. Yeah, I think that's all. Cases, I'm going to just pitch Andy Southwick and Chris Tono. They have both went for Hearts goalkeeper Charlotte Parker-Smith. I think she's had five clean sheets this season, being maybe similar to Jenny Curry in a way of a team that's been on the back of some hidings, but she's helped the team maybe reduce that scoreline and made some important saves. So I think that's worth making a case there. And personally, I went for Glasgow City and Scotland International. Lee Alexander might be an obvious choice, but goalkeepers can win games single-handedly with saves they make. And some of the big games this season, I've seen Lee Alexander make some huge point-blank saves. And Tom's goalkeepers can sometimes be not renowned for like the reflex and jumping and making like point blank saves but she's been tremendous this season I think she deserves my vote so now we need to go back around in a sense I'll start with you Kenny who have you heard from the rest of them other than your own that you think yeah they deserve to be in the team of the season well I've got to be honest both are fantastic points uh, like Gordon's point exactly just for the simple fact that she took one for the team and came in there and you know to be I've been a goalkeeper so long ago and then come in and just play in between the sixes it takes some ball let's be honest so I think Gordon makes a, a very good point but then Colin as well I mean that game against Glasgow City we all watched that and it was unbelievable what a performance so I don't know I mean obviously I agree with my opinion because it's my opinion but um, just, just watch because uh, Gordon said he was harnessing his inner Will Smith Robbie if you disagree with him he's going to come over the house and slap you in the face <laughs> But then he'll get banned for 10 years. So. <laughs> yeah, look, there's, there's been some really good uh, cases put forward. Obviously, when you pick someone who's not a natural goalkeeper, it's it's going to be hard to persuade others of, of your opinion. Uh, Charlotte Parker-Smith, how many times do we mention our Lionel Best? She's uh, had a really strong season. Lee Alexander, one of, the, one of the best goalkeepers in the country. I think you can probably extend that beyond the borders of Scotland as well and, and, and be reasonably confident in that as well. Yeah, Jenny Curry, that, that game against Glasgow City sticks out as, as, uh, as one, and, and she was on my shortlist as well, mostly for, for that game alone, but just uh, and just for being at a team where you, look, you know you're going to be busy, and uh, Hamilton not being done by cricket scores at times, uh, I think went under the radar for, for a team that, that, that struggled for a lot of the season. The fact it wasn't regularly big scores... I think shows how important she's been as part of the, that, that defence. So, uh, no, no, pl- plenty of good cases. And Colin, is anyone has been suggested other than Jenny Curry that you thought that maybe be a good suggestion for making the goalkeeper of the season? One of those ones, I think, to to go with five or Alexander, it's a it's an obvious it's an obvious choice if you're going to go with the obvious choice in goals. I, I suppose it, it, you could go either one of them, but Parker Smith, I think, was a was a good shout um, purely because I didn't I didn't personally like cotton on to the fact that she had five clean sheets. Through, throughout the season and again to a Hearts team that, that did struggle at times but again similar to, to Aki's where you know you're, you know you're going to be busy five five clean sheets is is not easily done you look at you look at big Premier League teams that are keeping 20 over 38 games or less than 20 so it's uh, especially when you're that's at the top of the table so I, I think the, the other one I wouldn't change my mind per, per se but um, I think the other one that I would maybe give tip my hat to would be Parker Smith. Yeah, that was going to be my kind of second choice as well if I wasn't speaking Lee Alexander. I think, as Gordon alluded to so many times on podcasts, speak about Charlotte Parker Smith, huge saves. And even in the Rangers game, I think it was about March, she made some huge saves and I was really impressed. And that was in a top game. And I think she could be the future for like Scotland and goalkeepers 
top goalkeepers going forward. So I wouldn't be obliged against choosing someone like Kurt or Jenny Curry comes to it. So just to chime in on Jenny Curry, because there, there's one thing we didn't mention. Uh, Colin, you, you mentioned it already. She, she's not part of the SWPL anymore. Now, does that rule her out of contention rather cruelly? I would perhaps suggest that that maybe does. Uh, as cruel as, well, as it d- is. I've got to agree with Gordon. But she's still committed. She's Charlotte Parker Smith. I've been persuaded. I said Charlotte Parker Smith. So, right, hold on. on. Because you don't play in the SWPL now, you can't be considered for the team of the season. This is the the, the motion that we're pitching here. Does that not happen in in other leagues? So, so, so sorry, if I scored 20 20 goals in the first half of the Premier League season and then get transferred out in January and 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 the next person didn't score more than 20, I wouldn't win top goal scorer. I think you'll find a win. I think I've found a a hole in you guys' argument. Um, Do you know what? I'm rescinding my second vote for Parker Smith and I'm planting my flag in the ground here with Jerry Curry. Just, just for your nonsense. So, just to confirm, Kerry, you've, you've changed Parker Smith. I've said Parker Smith now. I'd probably... I know Lee Alexander, but all agree here that Lee Alexander is a very top goalkeeper. She's a tremendous goalkeeper. I think Parker Smith, just the way she's came through and came up and some of the saves she's made for Hearts this season, I think she would get my... Thinking about it, and I, views I guess made Pikes would probably get for me. Well, yeah, look, uh, I've made my case on that one. You're, you're not, you're not a part of the league anymore. It kind of makes you ineligible for the the awards. Um, and yeah, Parker Smith was was another on my shortlist, so it, it seems only reasonable to uh, uh, to lean in that direction. Uh, Hamilton Mackey's flag I'm planting the ground here. Well, he seems well, to have a strange object in his hand. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it's, 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 it's my Aki's flag, which is a red and white striped golf head club cover for those who obviously are listening to the podcast. For all we know. Well, well, well done, Charlotte <laughs> Parker Smith. You've made our first position of the team of the season. You've got goalkeepers, so well done. But now I want to know you. We're going to go as a pairing here. I want to know your centre back pairing. Who are you, Ruben Diaz and Virgil van Dijk of SWPL1? And we'll start with you, Colin. Well, Ruben Diaz is injured, so that's absolutely out of the question, Robbie. I would, uh, again, I'm, I'm going to go with a pairing that I've seen twice play this season. I'm going, to, I'm going to go with Jenna Clark because I think she just, for me, she gets better every time I watch her play, which she's already a top centre-half. I can't speak highly enough about um, the heart of Glasgow City's defence and also Caitlin Hayes at Celtic. I think she's come in there and done class. Um, again, somebody that I think gets better every time I see, her, I see her play anyway. Now, obviously, that's not every single week, but... Um, yeah, my, my two would be, be Jenna Clark and Caitlin Hayes, obviously second and third respectively in their teams in, in the league. I, I would I was going to put Westrop in there, and uh, and also there was another shout of Hannah Copley at the back for for Hamilton purely because again, as you said, you're always going, you were going to be busy, and there Hannah's had a, a fantastically consistent season, um, but I ended up on Jenna Clark and Caitlin Hayes. <laughs> Lovely, very solid shouts. And Gordon, who's your centre-back pairing? Just rewind what we just heard and then just play that again. Uh, because my two picks are exactly the same. Jenna Clark, Caitlin Hayes. Caitlin Hayes, your, your big moment centre-half um, comes up trumps in the SWPL Cup. Uh, I, that is the moment that stuck out for me in amongst um, the this kind of style that Celtic plays. She's always looked comfortable Um 
and and looked assured and everything you want in a centre half. And next to her is is probably, I think, probably the most able centre half in the entire league, mm-hmm. and by some distance, so calm, so composed, no frills. Um, but Jesus, does Jenna Clark get the job done? Um, and, and I'd be very confident with that centre half pairing. Great minds think alike with Team Colin and Gordon, it seems. But we'll move on to Kenny. What is your centre-back pairing? Well, I've went for, actually, well, one, one of the pairings partner, and I've went for Chloe Craig at the back. I just think that Chloe Craig, she's just so composed, so solid. But you know exactly what you're getting from her every single week. And the way she leads Celtic as well, she's just, you know, fantastic. She's led them to the League Cup, perhaps for a little bit of shot in the league. But I just feel Chloe Craig always just stands up and, and is counted. And of course, if you take her goals in as well, I mean, I think she's got, I think it's eight, if I'm, if I'm exact, but eight league goals this season as well. And for a centre half, that's just, you know, unbelievable. And obviously alongside her, I'd go for uh, Brianna Westrup. Again, I just feel that the two players just lead by example. And I feel Westrup with the way she's obviously captain the, the Champions League, winning, the Champions winning side. So that to me deserves to be in the team of the season. And again, just the, the way they defended and again the way she leads and just some of the time as well you watch you watch Rangers and the way Brianna Westrup tries to sort of build the play you know a lot of things start from Westrup and I just feel that she's just an all-round defender so that would be my two my two centre-halves and I'll just read out what Andy Selfick's defensive choice he went to the back three of Brianna Westrup as well who you went to Kenny Leah Eddie of Pibbs and Donna Patterson of Aberdeen and then Chris Torre he went for Chloe Craig, who's been mentioned, and Jenna Clark again, so that makes it a hat-trick of Jenna Clark. Peter Quinn, likewise, also chose Jenna Clark alongside Brianna Westrup and Demi Faulkner of Rangers and Pudgett Thistle, respectively. My lovely self has also went for Jenna Clark as well for one of my defensive options, so I think that's a start. Yeah, it's cement she, on I think she has to make the team, and I think the guys are ready of summed up Jenna Clark but for me what I like watching Jenna Clark she adds goals to the game as well and because she's going for Scotland it was a striker's finish and yeah. even some of the games for Glasgow City even if she doesn't score she's up there the corners trying to get head on things and just uses class at the back from a very young defender and I think that's why I went for Leah Eddy alongside her I know maybe in this instance probably get outvoted on that but I think her and Clark have got to be the future of probably Scotland's defence going forward in years to come so now I think we can agree Jenna Clark will be one of the two defenders here. But what have we got? Caitlin Hayes, Chloe Craig, Brianna Westrup. There's two uh, votes for all of them. So. Yeah, the other ones that were the consistent among everybody, I think. Yeah, so it's a case of who partners Jenna Clark. Could we go with Caitlin Hayes or what are you thinking, Carrie? Do you think Brianna Westrup deserves... Well, 100%. I think if you captain the side that win the league, then you should be in the team, team of the season. I'm sorry. For me, Rangers, whatever I've seen Rangers, it's always been, and this is probably credit to their defence in, in a different way, that's never been the part of the pitch that I've focused on, just because of how they play through the midfield up to the front line. Uh, and that end of the pitch, they're a well-oiled machine uh, with so many different options, so many different rotations and all that kind of thing that I think perhaps the good work of Westrup and uh, get, gets lost in amongst it. That being said, it's still not enough for me to tip tip in favour. Um, like I say, I, I was always going to go on games that I've seen uh, and being the one that wins the SWPL Cup as part of what's been a pretty decent Celtic defence at times, that's an easy tip for me. For me as well, I have the same allegiances as yourself, Kenny, but for me, over the, the any time that I've seen them now, 
granted, they weren't put under a lot of pressure, but like, the focal point of that Rangers defence isn't their centre-halves, it's their wing-backs and their full-backs. For me, um, that's why Westrop was in my was in my subs. She was just around about there. Um, <laughs> but he just wrote that. No, 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 no. no, no. But I, I just, I would struggle to stray from picking Caitlin Hayes myself. Um, just as Gordon said, she's a she comes up clutch with important goals, especially in the cup. But she has she has also a class centre half. I, I think, and she's young as well. And I think I think she's only going to get better. So I, I would struggle to stray away from that pick. But. Yeah, I think the two Caitlin Hayes fan clubs probably have swayed me a wee bit. I know, Kenny, I really do like Vieira Westrup, but I don't think... Colin makes a good point there. They just don't need to rely on the defence too much, whereas Caitlin Hayes has come up with trumps a lot. So I'll round off Caitlin Hayes as being Dana Clark's partner in this one. Vienna, you, you make our bench, I'm sure. On the bench. But now we'll couple these together as well. We'll go for fullbacks and... Gordon, we'll start with you. Who are you picking for your fullbacks? This was perhaps the easiest pick for me uh, of any positions on the pitch. Uh, and when you write a piece after, I think it was the SWPL Cup semi-finals, saying that uh, the SWPL Cup final to come would be an interesting battle between Julia Mullen and Jody Bartle, you're kind of stuck picking those two because they were just so important for the respective sides of uh, Glasgow City and Celtic probably count on one hand the games that I saw for both teams combined where I thought that's not that's a that's a at worst average game every other game I saw was like yeah absolutely see why every game I'm picking you out saying you know you're the focal point you drive from defense to midfield or further and just two two very very important players in in their respective teams for what they provide and yeah easy picks and what about you Kenny I've went for Nicola Dockery again. You might think I'm being Rangers biased, but I'm not. But I just think that a lot of uh, the games I've seen this season, again, maybe it's because I've seen more Rangers games, I don't know. But uh, Nicola Dockery has a driving force in that team. And you know, the, the way she plays down down the right-hand side and the danger you get from Nicola Dockery just across the ball. But not only that, I think her influence on the team as well. You can just tell that she... You know, she's a diehard Rangers fan and she loves she loves playing for Rangers. And I think that comes across in the park. And I think the way she's played down that right-hand side this season, she's been fantastic. And that's why she uh, is including my team of the season. And again, another player I've chosen is Cheryl McCulloch. I know she might be a centre-back, but I've seen her play at left-back as well. And again, it's just purely based on games that I've seen this season. Partick this week, there was a game, uh, was it Peter's they were playing Motherwell? We were there, boys? Oh, that was away, was it? That was away, yeah. Yeah, and I just thought Cheryl McCulloch, I mean, she gave away a penalty. And then, you know, just the way she played in the second half and just the sort of comeback. And again, another game we've seen at Peters Hill. She just, she just seems to always be there. And she also pops up with a goal or two as well up the other end. So for me, I would have those those other two in my defence as well. Lovely. And Colin? So I'm going to echo Kenny's point there, Nick Dockery. Anytime, as I say, I watched Rangers. Uh, now, I do grudge putting a Rangers player in my team purely because I crashed my car coming back from a snowy Ockenhowie and, uh, <laughs> at the beginning of the year. So I do grudge this, um, but I know Nick Doherty is the is possibly the best the best right back in the league. I think it was a definite shout for that anyway. Uh, and at left back, I put Leah Eddy. I know she's a I know she's a centre half by trade, but I did see her playing at the left hand side of a three um, for for Hibs when Hamilton went up to the Tony Macaroni Stadium to play them, and I thought she was different class 
at the back for Hibs. So I just I wanted to find a way to kind of squeeze her into my into my team of the season. So found a place for her at, at left back. But yeah, Nick Dock and Leah Eddie for me. And for me, I think I've got the same as Jenna, Chris, and Peter as well. Fullback, Nick Dock, same as you as well. For obvious reasons, me and Carrie love to go on about marauding fullbacks. I think <laughs> Nick Dock epitomises that a lot. She maybe gets away with it sometimes because the opposition, you're not on the defensive side a lot, but she does what she does so well. And you can see the passion of being a big Rangers fan, shining through playing for Rangers. And then on the other side, I went for Julia Mullen. Same as Gordon, I think. Julia Mullen, a bit versatile, can play on both sides. And there's not very many attackers get past Julia Mullen. I just love her tenacity. She's one of these players that really never gives up and is not afraid to put in a sliding challenge as well. And I like old school defenders like that. So we, I guess we can unanimously say Nick Dock's making the team at right back here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not going she's playing it right back. She's God, not playing you can't it right see back. Knowing that. How many people have? Yeah, I'm sorry. Four or five of us have said that. So, oh, you oblige, one, uh, the one holdout. Um, she still plays there. in the league as well, so it's all right. <laughs> Look, for, for, for me, Nick Dock's the big issue, and part of the reason why she didn't make it, and this is where Pepper uh, in me comes out, <laughs> is because I thought she's had some absolutely dreadful games for Scotland at right back. <laughs> but this is, but this isn't a Scotland national team. I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Um, and I just, you know, look, I can't pretend like it doesn't color color it. And I knew, as we'll reveal later on, choices further up the pitch meant there wasn't as much space for Glasgow City players. Uh, and for a team to have pushed Rangers so close, given the changes and the steps forward Rangers made from last season to this, Julia Mon probably won the standout players for me in, in that Glasgow City side, and uh, I'm worthy of a place at right back. But I appreciate I'm probably in the minority in that. I would be happy to switch it over to left back. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> I would be all right with switching Mullen over to left back. Gordon, I'm afraid that Nick Dock is playing at right back. I'm going to have to put my foot down here. What do you think, Kerry? Nick Dock, right back? 100%. Left back? <laughs> yeah. Left back, me and Gordon went, well, I know Gordon voted for Mullen for right back. I said Mullen left back. Colin said he'd be happy to move out to left back. What are you saying? Well, yeah, she's been fantastic all season as well. I mean, there's so many players we could have in these teams, let's be honest. And it's unfortunate that you do have to pick one because there are, you know, we've seen some fantastic performances this season. But Leah Eddy, but then Cheryl McCulloch's in there already, boys, so we can't even move. Exactly. Hey, by the way, I've got Leah Eddy in there looking at Gordon's face. He wants Mullen at right back or not at all. Hold on. I know, I mean, we've got to go back to McComb here. (laughs) Is it right back or not in the team at all, Gordon? Are you going to bite your nose off to spite your face here? Absolutely, yeah. (laughs) Get the teeth out. She's Uh, out. Sorry, sorry, Julia. There's there's so many good left-backs in the league. I cannot uh, understand why we would shoehorn someone in with the quality of left-backs. Just putting that out there, given that it's been the... I'll just just fit someone in there. I'll fit another extra defender in their position. Just remember, it was Gordon McComb. (laughs) I allowed that to happen. It stopped you from being in the team of the season. (laughs) I think we've had plenty of good left-backs. Well, I mean, I'd stick with my suggestion, to be honest, like, <laughs> pure and simple. Uh, Jody Bartle, uh, left-back, thank you. <laughs> I'm afraid the decision was unanimous, Gordon. The decision was unanimous. Julia Mullins getting shown at left-back and you'll like it. If Jenny, it Curry's, was... if Jenny Curry's getting shown out for moving in the league, Mullins <laughs> quite left-back, right? Well, with a goalkeeper and defence chosen... Agreed, we've got to go for a 4 3 3 formation. So we need three, doesn't need to be centre mid. Who's your three midfielders, Kenny? 
Well, I'd go for Lizzie Arnett, Kirsten Riley, and Rachel Donaldson. Uh, I know Rachel Donaldson might be a bit of an out there one, but again, I'm just going on games that I've seen. And a couple of Partick Thistle games I've witnessed this season, I just think she's been fantastic, especially after move, making the move from Celtic. Lizzie Arnett, it goes without saying. I mean, is it 17, 19 goals again this season? I mean, how many goals last season? I wish we had access to assists because... I would imagine they would be through the roof. And of course, Lizzie Arnott playing in the team that unbeaten all season, she's got to be in there. And Kirsten Riley, I know she was injured for a lot of the season, but I just think that Kirsten Riley is one of my favourite midfielders in the league. And just, I think, her all-round performance, the way she plays the ball, the way she inspires her, others around about her, she would just be in any of my teams, basically. So that is my three midfielders I'm going for. What about you, Gordon? Uh, slightly similar. Lizzie Arnott has to get in because, yeah, like far and away the best midfielder in the league. I don't think that's that's too much of a, a an out there shout. Uh, Chelsea Corner gets in as well because she scored some absolute belters. And you know what? You want a midfielder who can just be that be that act, that, that proper bums off seats goal threat that that has you stand up going. I had no idea this was go-. like when you picked up the ball to it going in the net. I had no idea that one was going to lead to another. And the last one because I had to get a Spartans player in. Atlanta Marshall gets in because she's just you know, the the heartbeat of that team, the driving force. And uh, yeah, like I, I'm not even going to pitch her that hard because that's how confident I am that she should be in team this season. Um, she's just that good. I've got to give you Alana Marshall. I'm not saying she's yeah. been in the team this season, but what what a, what a driving force in that Spartans team. And just yeah, a, a great leader. Fantastic all-rounder. De- definitely. And Andy Selfick went for five midfielders. I'll just mention who they are in case they can maybe help us later on. He went for Lizzie Arnott, Neve Fowley, Mickey McAloney, Sam Kerr and Vito Katz. And then I will tell you what Chris Toro, he went for Sam Kerr, Lizzie Arnott and Colette Kavanagh. And Peter Quinn, he went for midfield five of Basia Chinchia, Sam Kerr, Alana Marshall, Jill Ingalls and Jacinta. So take the best deal with that five as well. Not that, Colin, opinion, not that Colin's opinions matter, but Lizzie Arnott's in the midfield anyway, right? Just before yeah. we go any further, right? I, I, absolutely. <laughs> and I, I've personally chosen Lizzie Arnott, Sam Kerr and Colette Kavanagh. Lizzie Arnott, because we all know, 19 goals this season, how many assists, we don't know, but she's a complete match winner in that side. I've no idea how she doesn't get more game time in Pedro Martinez's Scotland side. That was going to be my next point, because Gordon yeah. went all Scotland earlier on, so Lizzie Arnott yeah. for Scotland. And then you look at it, I went, I've chosen Colette Kavanagh, because you mentioned Chelsea Connect for Belters, but I noticed Colette Kavanagh was the only non-Glasgow player to make the PFA Women's Team of the Season, and I think Colette Kavanagh just shines in that Hibs team every week and scores a lot of crucial goals and then Sam Kerr had to pick a Rangers player and I think she's a very she's an anchor in that engine room in the middle of the park for Rangers well what, what I will say Robbie is that you can absolutely just sit there and shush for two seconds well I give my opinion for the, the midfield three thank you very much after you glossed over the top of me my midfield three one of them would be funnily enough what's the honour um, <laughs> <laughs> I've also went for Someone who has also mentioned previously, Alana Marshall, purely because for the same reason that Gordon mentioned, she is at the heart of absolutely everything that Spartans do. Scored an absolute nailer, a free kick against the uh, Ackies towards the tail end of the season, but she was involved in absolutely everything going forward. Uh, and then also one that's just she's not been mentioned, but I think she's just consistently good. Now I've changed my midfield three of it six times, um, but she's consistently good. She scores goals in midfield. She links everything up. It's clear shine. 
I, I just think she's consistently amazing in the middle of that part for, for Glasgow City when she plays. And I, in my midfield three, Claire Shine, Alana Marshall and Lizzie Arnott. Okay, so now you've got your say, Colin. We are agreeing that Lizzie is uh, one of the three midfielders. Oh, I'm glad now, you okayed that, Colin. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. It, it's, it's been a few suggestions here. We've obviously had double shouts for Alana Marshall, Sam Kerr, Kristen Riley, Chelsea Cornet, Colette Cabinet. Who, who gets other two picks is what we need to decide now. Well, it's a very difficult one, but as, as in any job picking a midfield, because Sam Kerr has been absolutely fantastic this season. Colette Kavanagh, again, along the lines of sort of Lana Marshall, a lot of stuff Hibs do comes from Colette Kavanagh. And when it comes to scoring goals, Colette Kavanagh scores belters, doesn't she? So yeah. I'm, I'm leaning towards Alana Marshall to be in there, I must admit. Um, just as well, Alana plays for, again, one of the teams lower in the league. And you'd think that might be a harder shift in the midfield, so to speak, compared to, you know, what other players might have to do. And the fact that she's been highlighted by so many of the guys on the show tonight, then I think that, I think I'm, I'm going to sway towards Alana Marshall, I have to admit. But obviously, Lizzie Arnott, we've already said, and uh, Kirsten Riley, she's staying there anyway, right? So sorry about that, but... <laughs> And you went Alana Marshall already, Gordon. I I think I'm kind of getting swayed there as well. Watching Spartans a lot, especially last season as well. Leader in that park and keeps about a young team going and doesn't get the heads down. So probably a lot of people maybe would think we go for something like that. But I would definitely say Alana Marshall as well. Yes, I would agree to Alana Marshall. <laughs> Got Lizzie on it. Alana Marshall. We need one position. Kenny said, Kristen Riley. I've said people like Clark Kavanaugh, Sam Kerr. Who, and obviously... Colin, you mentioned Claire Shine for Glasgow City. Fantastic. Contributes, a lot, contributes well, a lot of goals to Glasgow. Can I just say, if it's not Kirsten Riley, it's Sam Kerr, all right? I'd be all right with Sam Kerr in there, to be honest. She was in my first draft of being in there. Chelsea Cornette as well, but Gordon mentioned she, her. She's had a bit of time on the sidelines. So Chelsea Cornette, for the first half of the season, she was a definite for me, but obviously a wee bit of time on the sidelines near the end of the season. Probably derailed that and mm-hmm. maybe pick Sam Kerr. But I think all three of that Rangers midfield mentioned are all superb footballers. The important thing that I think we're kind of skirting around the point is that we could pick probably about five or six different midfielders and that to, yeah. to pair down to three. And you're, it's a strong argument for, for any one of them. That's how good some of the midfielders have been. And I think we're probably forgetting one or two on yeah, top definitely. of that. that there's, going be, there's going to be some of you listening at home screaming, how could you not pick so-and-so as well? That's the kind of the quality we've seen for, from some of the midfielders. So... Let's say happy, happy for Sam Carter to make up uh, the third yeah. spot as well. Uh, I think she's a, a perfectly solid choice too. Uh, in amongst a, a sea of, when I'm saying perfectly solid, what I mean are really outstanding midfielders. Definitely, we can all agree there. So we've got a midfielder of Lizzie Arnott, Alana Marshall and Sam Kerr. And now we have to move on to the attack, which has been much disputed in between us in advance of this and on social media. But with the way information goes, we can pick these strikers so that maybe helps us a wee bit. But Colin, we've got to start with you this time. So after much deliberation, and thank you Robbie for taking that, for going to be straight away here after your horrendous <laughs> error in the midfielders. So I'm going to go with Charlie Wellings. I think that one's pretty much like a nail. You can't say that she doesn't deserve to be in that, that team of the season. I've also went, again, I've changed from previously, but I've went with Jane Ross to be in there. And I've also included Lauren Davidson as well. Obviously, she's a winger, um, so I'll just put her as like a kind of front three, essentially. Again, just from last season to this season, I think she's, again, for me watching her anyway, Lauren Davidson's just improved as well. Double figures for goals this season as well. So, I mean, Charlie Wellens and Jane Ross, 
first and third when it comes to goals. So you look you look at that and <laughs> I'm just trying to just try to see how many goals we've got here. 29 and 29. It's like that front that front three's got 58 goals between the three of them for the full season. But pff, tell me I'm wrong. I know you can really argue too much for that, but I want to hey. see what Annie's got to say about his front three now. Well, since we moved the formation, I've had to move my team around a little bit. <laughs> and you, you know yourself, I, I have to agree wholeheartedly with Colin. Uh, Charlie Williams has got to be in there. I mean, 29 goals this season in the league. Absolutely fantastic. Again, Jane Ross, she has single-handedly turned around. Well, not single-handedly, but just made such a massive difference to Rangers this season. If you look at, for me, Jane Ross is my player of the season. If you look at the big games that perhaps Rangers fell short in last season, Jane Ross has been there to provide the goals and just she's just led from the front. And I, I know she's a consummate professional and she should, you know, be excelling in this league. But she, to me, first season of the league, she's been absolutely fantastic. But I can't, I can't take away Chinchia, can I? But see, Chinchia, she's got to be in my team of the season because, you know, she's amazing. So I think we could just play her in behind the front too. Would that be all right? Oh, so we'll play Ross and Mellon. Chinchia can just stick, stick in behind there and uh, that'll be my front three for the season. Can't argue with that also, but Gordon, who are you going for, for your front three? I mean, we had Jenna Clark at centre-half. We had Lizzie Arnott as two uh, in midfield. as two of your nailed on. They have to be in They're pretty much in everyone's team. I'm not going to break form. Charlie Wellings is, is my proper number nine. Yeah, like I can't, I can only echo what, what the others have said. Uh, an absolutely stunning season. I think we all kind of got started to get tired of that notification of, oh, Celtic have scored. No price for guessing who it is because you know it's Charlie <laughs> Wellings. You know it's Charlie <laughs> Wellings the second time. It's Charlie <laughs> Wellings the third time because she's got a hat trick by now. She was just that good uh, for, for so much of the season. Um, she has to get in. Uh, I will echo everyone else's calls as well and adding in Jane Ross, who provided. Rangers with that extra dimension, not just as someone right at the top end of the pitch, but as someone who was willing to mix it up and move about and, uh, you know, drop off into space, get involved in the build-up play. And when I've seen before about Rangers having quite a fluid midfield and an attack, and, and that's why they're kind of featuring more heavily at my, in my team this season at the top end is partly because of that. And it's not just in the penalty box that Jane Ross gets into this team this season. It's for all the work outside of that as well. Uh, last one, and I'm not playing for favour here, but Bailey Hutchinson gets in because she can't not. Probably the standout forward of uh, of anyone that's not the top three. Really hard to, to pick anyone else above that. Just an absolutely cracking season for her. Um, and Jesus, if she's this good now, what are we expecting in the next couple of years? Yeah, and I'm just going to go with for Andrew sent in his message. Obviously, can't be here. He picked an all Celtic front two of Jacinta and Charlie Wellings. He's only got two. You can't add because he's not here. But he says, the big problem is being not clinical enough, which is odd to think that he's picked up all Celtic front two, but he just couldn't leave them out just for what they bring to that side. This Tono echoed Andrew's sentiment with Jacinta and Wellings, while Peter Quinn, he went for Wellings and Hutchison, and so did Jenna Thompson. So I think... There's really good cases for them. And if I'm going to give my front three, I've got to agree with Kenny on Pasia Chinchia. She's someone that she was voted as anyone's game player of the year last season. And for me, she has to be in my team, even if you play in behind the two strikers a little bit, because she's just a, someone I call a baller. She's, she's still chipped in with 11 goals this season. I don't think she's yeah. played. I mean, I wish I had her appearances. I think once she gets the ball at her feet, you just... He's one of these players you want to, you'll stand up and watch and want to see what she'll do next. So I picked Pusir Chinchia, Charlie Wellings, and I've had to go for Don Stryker, Kentoya Girl, Bailey Hutchison, 
13 goals at 18 years old in a team that's just been promoted, team that's sometimes struggled in games, but she's always came up with big moments. And some of the goals she's scored have been really composed finishes as well. So can echo what Gordon says with, she's like that 18, what's she got to be like in future years to come? Yeah, can agree with you. I can agree with you. And I just thought you were picking her because it was a hometown favouritism shining through. Robin. I think that might be slightly. No, no, no. The stats stat speak for itself. Charlie that, Wellings to stick on now, yeah? Yeah, oh, yeah, I would be. say so. And Jane Ross. And Jane Ross, I would say. Yeah, Jane yeah, Ross. The two of them have to be stick-ons. Again, the problem is with this third position, you could you could pick so many different players like, depending on how you want your team to play. Like, Becky Gobrave, she deserves a mention. Becky Gobrave, I talk about Spartans. You know, she's always there. Like, again, this is games I've seen. I think she's yeah. got nine goals this season. But, you know, she's always there. She's always causing havoc. She's she's, like, she's brilliant. It's, it's one of those ones, depending on how you want your team to play. Like, Chinchia sits in behind the two. Like I, I said, obviously, Lauren Davidson, it's a, it's a more of a wide player. Like, it's one of those ones, depending on what what you want I suppose but like, I don't think we can go wrong with any of the three that we've mentioned in all honesty any of the other the other yeah definitely even Peter Quinn mentioned to me as a suggestion as people like Brogan Hay and I think if she had more starts she's someone yeah. that every time yeah, well, Brogan Hay's been amazing in well, games as well again, again that's that went like, and she's not afraid to run at players as well like that's the one that I like. And just to throw a span on the words as well, Josie Giard up, oh, aye, up, up top for, up top for Hamilton. It, it, it was a lonely season up there for the first first three quarters of that season. It was it was lonely and she done a lot of hard yards up there for Hamilton this season. But towards the end of the season, Gary Doctor kind of found a formation that worked that she didn't have to do all sorts of chasing. And, and I think that'll be good going forward for her. Like just, I think personally she needs a partner like to feed to feed off of and to link up with. But I just wanted to shout out Josie on on the podcast because she she does work really really hard for that Aki's team. Granted, I don't think she'll she'll get in over the name the names that we've mentioned, but I just I wanted to include her in the conversation at least. No, I, t- I totally understand that because it can be a lonely playing a team that yeah on the back foot a lot. She has put in very good shift, but. But we've got Wellings and Ross, and it really depends. You say people like Lauren Davidson contributed a lot to Chia, who mean Kenny, suggests the ballers. You've got Hutchison, who is another natural goal scorer. Are you going to say something, Gordon? I, I'm probably about to upset, I think, all of you. Yeah, all of you uh, and plenty listening. Uh, I could not, in good conscience, include Davidson, Chia, or Jacinta in my team of the season. Uh, and that's just because they are mercurial bums off seats, like that kind of like. Traditionally, like it's normally a winger rather than just a general forward. That when they're great, oh my god, how good are they? They are, you know, the best players in the league by by a mile. But every time they're not, it sticks in your brain. It sticks in your brain because you know how good they can be. And when they don't hit that level, uh, and I saw that a lot with Glasgow City. I saw that enough with Celtic. With the games where they weren't at the races or weren't a hundred percent, especially for Glasgow City games where they really needed Tunisia to be the difference maker. And this is no slight because her goal output is still decent. She's not. She wasn't in the big in the big moments. Uh, as cruel as it is, she didn't turn up. Lauren Davison, fantastic player, loads of good goal contributions, but her end product at times was was not enough. Not enough for Glasgow City. Uh, in 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 the close games, in the difficult games where where it was on the line or where you needed something to turn around quicker, there was a couple of players you expected to turn it on a little bit more than they did. One of the ones when I was looking at Glasgow City forwards to put in. Uh, Ori Fula Tadulu has really impressed me since she's come in with certain aspects, but again, it's that same thing of 
in the big moments, at the big, when the big chances came along, there was too many of them that went missing to pick in. And when you when you're putting them next to Charlie Wellings, you put next to Jane Ross, who are, are not quite the complete opposite, but they're on the way at the opposite in terms of when it when they were needed to score, they scored. And when it when it was like an early goal that put the team on the way and set the platform for a comfortable win, it happened. Bailey Hutchinson, similar, scores so many important goals for Aberdeen that makes a game much more comfortable than it had any right to be initially. Those three didn't do that for me. You make a, a very good point there, Gordon, I have to admit. But do you think that's a lot to do with the way the teams rotate the players? I mean, Fuller to do should play every single game, but to me, it doesn't always start for Glasgow City. And I don't, I don't understand. I mean, I'm not, I know this is a different topic of... altogether, but it just it baffles me. Yeah, I, to- I totally understand, Kenny, because remember last season, we faced Fuller to do, I think she made it yeah. team of the season last season. And something baffles me. I think it just shows the options that these big teams have to rotate so much and why I personally would go with someone like Hutchison at 18 years old, having to not carry Aberdeen, but I think getting a top half finish probably exceeded their expectations coming up from the SWPL2 last well, season. I suppose when you say things like that, that's when we should be looking at players like, you know, Hutchison, maybe even like... Uh, Becky go brave, as I said. I know she wasn't in my team, but you know these are the players that do it week in, week out. And right, and like you said, Jane, well, Jane Ross and Charlie Wells are in there anyway, aren't they? Let's be honest. So I think are we going to have to agree on Bailey Hutchison then for the third spot? Are you are you still here, Colin? Yeah, I'm still here. You just can't see me. I, I'm I'm all right with, with Bailey Hutchison. There's just like, a third, considering her age and her output as well. The return is fantastic on a, an Aberdeen team that I I don't think many people predicted them to finish as high as what they actually did. Robbie, you might have obviously, but uh, that was. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that kind of goal return for someone at 18, 18 years of age and a team that just got promoted, that's uh, no, fantastic. fantastic so here we are. We've got our anyone's game team of the season for 2022. We've got Charlotte Parker-Smith in goals. We've got a back four of Nicola Doherty, Jenna Clark, Caitlin Hayes and Julia Mullen. Got a midfield feet of Lizzie Arnott, Alana Marshall and Sam Kerr. And a strike force of Charlie Wellings, Jane Ross and Bailey Hutchison. So happy with that, lads? Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. Likes a lot of my picks, so I'm happy with that. 